Welcome to this week's episode of Shrinking Out Loud, the podcast brought to you by Palzone. Palzone is an organisation working to prevent anxiety, loneliness and stress and targets ill mental health before reaching diagnosis through innovative and specific daily techniques that everyone can action in order to support and strengthen their own mental health. This week, I'm joined by Kyle, the founder of an inspirational and conversation-provoking fashion brand that has sparked not only connections amongst strangers, but also brought an incredibly important phrase into the limelight. Boys Get Sad Too is a sustainable clothing brand created in 2018, and in this episode, we get to follow the story of how four simple words scribbled during therapy worked their way onto football kits worn by Virgil van Dyke. First of all, Kyle, thank you so much for joining us on Thinking Out Loud. Um, it's been a long time coming, but as you said, yeah. it's been incredibly exciting, <laughs> busy times for um, yeah. Boys Get Sad Too. Um, what we'll do is if you can just start by telling us about um, how sort of you started Boys Get Sad Too and what your mission is in the context of um, male mental health. Amazing. So first of all, thanks for having me. Really appreciate it. Very flattered. Um, so my name is uh, Kyle Sanger. Um, I'm born and raised in southwest London. And in 2018, while um, living at my parents' house, uh, the house that I grew up, um, I decided while I was uh, working self-employed, um, I was modelling. Um, so, you know, working one day a week, max, max. And, you know, barely scraping, barely, 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 you know, I wasn't, I wasn't a big model. I was, I was a humble model. Um, you know, I, no, 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 no <laughs> definitely not. But, you know, I was making enough to live at home, you know, rent-free and, you know, just had lots of spare time on my hands. Um, my personal connection to mental health is my dad had clinical depression when I was growing up. Um, some of my earliest memories are, you know, being told that, you know, my dad was slightly different and needed, you know, extra support, um, needed us to behave in a certain way to, you know, help him. Um, and yeah, just basically while I was modeling, kind of got a bit bored. Anyone who, you know, might be in a similar industry um, where it's about, you know, you know, what you look like or, you know, you know, how you can stand or whatever, or what you offer in terms of, you know, you know, image to a brand. Um, it's pretty low soulless and can, can be a bit soul destroying at times. I mean, just decided I felt like I had more value and kind of a couple other things happened over that sort of year in my life. I had my own mental health struggles and I was just a bit like, you know, this is really, you know, this is this is something that has has affected me personally, has affected so many people around me, and now I'm getting to you know 16, 17 years old. It seems to be affecting you know people in my school, my next door neighbours, you know, friends, family. You know, there has to be something that I can do. You know, I've got tons of spare time. What can I do? You know, to try and you know. You no, know, just make a little bit of a difference. I've, yeah. I've always felt like oh, I had the, you know. I like chatting to people and I'm like being, you know, cheeky and pushing my luck. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm always like, you know, out trying to make things happen, you know? Um, yeah. And yeah, I just decided to start boys get sad too. Wasn't really any, uh, any, um, smart, you know, there was no funding, you know, my parents never gave me any money. There was no brainstorming. I never had any like uncles that were like big business people just yeah. literally was having counseling. Um, and I wrote in a note, boys get sad too. I'd come up with the concept that, you know, words when you read words you know they you know make you feel certain ways and i was at 
I was actually at McDonald's and I think Mo Salah had scored. I can't remember who he'd scored against, but he'd scored a really good goal. And I was in my Liverpool top because I'm a Liverpool fan. Someone tapped on my shoulder and was just like, oh, did you see Mo Salah's goal on the weekend? And I turned around and was like, yeah, like, you know, had like a five minute chat with this guy and you carried on ordering my McDonald's or whatever. Um, and um, I was like, that's really weird, isn't it? How like, he just felt so at ease talking to me. But I've never met him before. And when we like talking about demographic, right, I'm, I was at the time 21 years old, you know, he was like 50s, 60s, probably, right? You know, probably a bit older than my dad. I'm yeah. like, he's just tapped me on the shoulder confidently, had a conversation with me about Mo Salah's goal. We've connected. You know, there's some sort of, mm-hmm. and I started thinking about the energy between like football fans, like, you know, when the yeah. goal scores, you know, pe- the people behind you. You know, jump on your back like yeah the people in front you know like you yeah. almost feel like you, you you're, you're with them right and I just thought oh, I've got to be able to create something like that um so I just went back to a notepad that I was writing in while I was having counseling and I'd written in it boys get sad too just like the phrase mm. um and yeah I was like that you know that is exactly how I felt feel that's exactly how I felt and, and like how I feel about this situation i've got mm. to be able to put that if i put that on a t- I was like if i put that on a t-shirt and people read it they'll, they'll they're gonna they're gonna understand exactly how i feel and we're gonna connect like like i did with the in in mcdonald's or the football top yeah and that definitely. was it so yeah boys get sad too is a unisex clothing brand um that is aimed to raise awareness for male suicide and mental health problems i mean that was in his infancy now we've you know the brand as the brand's developed you know we're, we're more about you know promoting uh, you know just general, you know, good mental health and, you know, coping mm. with mental health and supporting people, you know, with poor mental health, just, just, just a, a mental health related brand, um, you know, trying to push like, you know, the messaging around, you know, support and making sure that, you know, we're doing all that we can in every, you know, we hear a lot about, you know, the services struggling. Um, and, yeah. you know, I'm one for, you know, trying you know we have the power as people to do something so that was kind of you know what i yeah. have come up with to try yeah. and make a difference and yeah i mean yeah, it's sorry. amazing it a long... <laughs> no like that's perfect i mean it's such an amazing sort of brainwave to have from such a simple conversation that you had in mcdonald's to then mm. turn that into something because i think that's what we all need isn't it like that talking point which is obviously what boys get sad too seeing it as a sentence on someone's clothing as that sort of is that a way in which you are able to evidence the change and the difference that that it's making is is when people are wearing it you know that it's that that conversation is going to be sparked um yeah so i think what it was is you know when when i first started I, i basically knew someone that run a printing company so what I did was, as I got like, they just printed me a couple of t-shirts for free. Like, oh, this is really cool. Like, you know, we'll support you kind of thing, you know, mm. printed me a few for free. And I just started wearing them around. And quite quickly, I started to realize that like, whatever I by accidentally stumbled across was like, I remember going for a job interview and um, the person was like, oh, is that is that a fashion thing? Or is there substance behind that as well? And I was like, oh, you know, I was like, it's it's actually like my thing and it's both. Like that's the whole point in this. Yeah. It's supposed to be both. It's like fashion and substance. Yeah, and he was like, that's Oh, that's amazing. really cool. And I, you know, at this point I hadn't I don't think I'd I hadn't even sold one t shirt. But mm. I started to be like, if people wear this and they experience that, 
it would be mm. undeniable. Like, I think, you know, sometimes we get trolls, right? Everyone gets trolls. Every business, brand, influencer gets trolls. But we'll get people that be like, how on earth could, like, this actually, you know, make any difference? And I say to them, like, you know, you're probably not going to because, you know, you're trolling me. So you obviously yeah, already yeah. don't like you obviously already don't like us but if you actually wore a t-shirt and you went out you you don't you don't you'd understand it like you would get it like you know mm. the feedback i get from you know 90 pretty much everyone i speak to is you know i wore it to a festival and i had a conversation you know i, I took I, no i was out at the super i've been out at the supermarket before and like you know the person stacking shelves has turned around tapped me on the shoulder and been like you know where's that hoodie from like that's so cool like because mm. you know, people just obviously read it and understand you know they, people just seem to get it. It's a phrase that people just seem to get. And I didn't yeah, really, it was never supposed to go this far. Like, you know, I say to people all the time, I was never supposed to be, you know, we were never supposed to, you know, grow into a business where I had to, you know, employ people and worry about like, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I, I, it was never supposed to get to that. It was supposed to be something I did, raise some money for charity and, you know, at the time in, in reality, you know, helped people, but also gave me a little bit of purpose at the time to, to, you know, feel like, you know, I was doing something, but quite quickly, I just realized that, you know, like I had, I then felt a responsibility because so many people were like, you know, this is amazing. Like, you know, this is so helpful. Like, you know, this has helped me to do X, Y, Z, or to speak to this person that I was like, you know, it didn't feel like something that I could just, you know, cast aside and not put my full effort into when it felt like I'd, I'd, stumbled across something so good but yeah. for sure it, it the power of fashion is in is incredible in, incredible i think people don't realize you know what you wear you know whether that be football kits whether that be band t-shirts whether that be you know boys get sad too whether that be gym oh. shark you know it really you know to the to the human eye it really does display you know who you are what you stand for you know what community you're trying to be a part of you know what you're mm. trying to display to people you know what you want people to think of you you know what you want to tell people you you know about yourself you know yeah. there's so much there's so it's it's so 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 much deeper than just you know it's just a t-shirt or you know it's just a yeah, gym shark's a great example completely on the opposite side to us but you know you, yeah. they've made a community of people that love you know going to the gym and when you wear Gymshark it's almost like you get that little you get that little nod from all the other Gymshark wearing. I'm not a Gymshark guy by the way not that I don't like Gymshark like I just don't like the gym no 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 I, I, I just I just don't like the gym right I just don't like the gym but you know it, it, yeah it, it's it's like uh, you know it's just it's just the same you know ethos you, you feel, yeah yeah, part of a community, right? And I feel mm. like it's the in, you know, it's what everyone's trying to create now and and, and yeah. whatnot. But you know, in two thousand and eighteen, it's come a long way. The conversations come a long way in the short space of time. You know, five years come yeah. a long way. But um, yeah, I feel like it's almost the equivalent of it, it, we've said before. I think I've said on a previous podcast. There's um with a probation officer she said that some of the prisoners have get given little passports and in the passport is um a breakdown of any mental health struggles or how you yeah. treat them and their certain behaviors i think when um it, if someone was to walk around with a, a a board on the front of them saying i'm actually feeling really low today like you know it's the equivalent of being able to start that conversation but mm. without that as it were yeah. um which is is an amazing sort of starting point. Um, I suppose what's concerning is that 
although we are having more and more of these um, communities being developed, do you feel like um, they're growing, but as is male mental health, like the statistics are still growing, particularly within male suicide? Um, what, what's I your think, do you know what? The, the situation is very, very complex. And I, mm. I would like to say that without having any, you know, I don't have medical background. You know, I didn't go to oh. uni. I'm not a scientist, you know. I can't tell you, you know, like a, a deep analysis on, you know, the potential numbers or what they look like or, you know, uh, what, what, what a scientist would say, you know, the reason is it for. But I get a really good gauge from talking to lots of people. You know, our DMs yeah. is flooded and then mm. even like you know things like trolls like you know looking at the demographic of, of you know trolls who they are you know what they tend to talk to us like things like that i mm. get a good understanding of like you know what the the state of what play people, is mm. and i found that you know i think the the suicide rate is highest 45 to 50 something yeah i mean it's the in, biggest in males, killer of yeah. men in that yeah in that um demographic and i find that i think the younger generation adopting the, the they, they've come away from the old way of thinking right you know the mm. oh suck it up you know we get this comment you know on 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 you know posts that we do or whatever you know suck it up you know you know don't refer to me as a boy all this stuff so that's and I, we, to me that yeah. that's still, people are still but i think it's it, it's quite often you know when we get these comments and you know you might look at their profile you know because you're like yeah. oh who's you know, who's made this nasty comment they tend yeah. to be like you know older people like you know really? this, is, this isn't it isn't the the i mean not for you know I'm not saying in absolutely every but i think you know from talking to you know like young the younger generation that's just come through obviously you know my age 26 to maybe you know 30s mid 30s you know mm. we at school was given you know a lot more in terms of a better understanding on what this was and it's not mm. the older generation's fault you know my granddad from newcastle you know i don't really ever remember seeing him cry you know you know i, I don't really remember you know ever seeing him emotional as such maybe yeah. that's what i don't remember but you know typical of that it was like you know stiff up a lip you know we lived through the war like that's you know come on now he was a newcastle fan yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a bit of a surprise, but you get what I mean, right? It's yeah. it's it's the older generation that you know that wasn't how they coped with things, and right, I think absolutely. you know we're we're better equipped now to deal with things, and it's it's about yeah. teaching, you know, you know, primary school education, you know, that absolutely these emotions, you know, I, I don't remember anyone ever saying to me at school, you know, one day, you know, you might not be able to afford your bills. Like, mm. you know, that might be, that might be a reality. Like, you know, and then this is the way, yeah, this is the way you deal with it. Like, you know, this is going to be a stressful situation if your house gets repossessed because you've taken on loads of debt. Like, you yeah. know, th these yeah, are yeah. things that cause, you know, obviously, you know, mental health issues are, you know, chemical imbalance, you know, separate, but, you know, mental health issues are also environmental, you know, mm. like, you know, um, 
things like, you know, if you're drinking too much alcohol, like, you know, all of yeah. this stuff can contribute, right? I don't ever remember at school them saying to us about, you know, making sure our alcohol consumption was safe and, you know, whatever, yeah. you know, just kind of, you know, wasn't spoken about and all these things as time is going on, they're becoming more spoken about, even through things like social media, right? You only have to go on social media now and, you know, you see these things about, like, you know, the bad effects of alcohol or, you know, you could be talking about your feelings. There's more messaging from, you know, high level, you know, influencers and celebrities to younger generation on this is how you should be coping. You know, it's okay to be, you know, uh, sad and whatever. Whereas, you know, we didn't have that. We didn't have that previously. So, you know, I think that is the thing. And I think, you know, there's always going to be, it's never going to be an overnight solution, right? And when our solution is never going to be the full solution and it isn't going to combat the whole of the problem, it's like, you know, you have to kill it at all different angles. What do you think your support was? Obviously, you were going through, do you think the support that you were provided with, whether that be family or friends, um, I know you mentioned obviously you had therapy as well, given your dad's circumstances and your own personal circumstances, do you think that they shaped the way in which you have decided to establish your like company or organisation? What was yeah, the support I think, that you had there? I, I think for sure. I think for sure. So um I well, I never had any you know support when I was when I was younger. I basically uh, realised that I was really you know not happy at, at sixth form, um, and I went to my doctor. And you know, fortunately, fortunately for me, you know, yeah. I had you know a father that went to you know talking therapy, group therapy, pottery therapy, you know, so art you therapy. So, mm. so it was normal for me, right? Mm. It was normal for me. So when I went to the GP and I remember like, you know, crying, saying, uh, you know, uh, my life was a mess. You know, I didn't know what I was doing. Like, uh, you know, I needed to speak to someone. That uh, There was no moment of like, oh, you know, this is embarrassing or, you know, I don't want to do yeah. this. There was no shame. There was no shame because I'd seen it, you know, it was, it was normal. Like going mm-hmm. to hearing someone had gone to the doctors and spoken to them because my dad had done it so many times. It didn't feel like it was something that, you know, other people are like, oh God, like, you know, you know, that, that's a really, you know, odd and out of the it's blue awkward. thing to do. Yeah. yeah, awkward thing to do. People are scared to do it, like a lot of shame around it, whatever. You know, it was normal for me. I'd grown up with it, you know. So yeah. I went and did that um, and had therapy. And, you know, I realized that, you know, growing up with someone who had you know, mental health problems, meant that I just hadn't, I didn't have a good understanding of what it was to deal with my own emotions. Because, you know, naturally, Mm. when you when you grow up supporting someone, you know, who needs the support more than you in inverted commas, you know, um, you think, oh, yeah, like, you know, my feelings aren't as important. You've always got to prioritize theirs, you know. So then I, I, at 17, 18 years old, I I kind of, I had my first counseling session and I was like, oh, that was really good. And then the second counseling session, she was like, I realized that there's a bit of a theme here. Every time we talk about, you know, things, you just want to talk about other people. They felt like this and I couldn't help them with that. And I wanted to do this, but, you know, I, I, I didn't make, you no, know, it didn't work out. And she was like, but every time I ask you how you feel, you just seem to brush over it. Like, why is that? And I was like, no, I don't do that. Like that's not, and she was like, okay, we spoke a bit more, and she was like, you're doing it again. Like you just, you just, I don't want to hear about you know how they felt. I want to hear about how you felt. And I was like, you're right, you know, I have a real issue with talking out loud about how I feel about things. And I was like, oh wow, this is unbelievable. And after six sessions, yeah. which is what, I don't know if it's in everyone's local, you know, 
NHS, but in ours, it was six session was a full course. I remember yeah. leaving and being like, oh my word, what have I just experienced? I was like, I that is what, yeah. the most, yeah, is the most amazing thing, you know, that I'd ever experienced because I just felt like it unlocked, it, it's not for everyone, right? I, I appreciate that. But for me, just talking about it, you know, um, with someone as well, I always spoke to my mum loads and family members and friends and stuff, but sometimes talking to someone who's completely independent and doesn't have an yeah. insight on your impartial. life and does yeah. Yeah, the impartial, doesn't have an insight on your life, doesn't know who you are, doesn't know what your scenario is, almost like, you know, can't have a, an opinion on, you know, what you should do because, you know, they don't have an interest in whether you take that job or you, you know, done this or you've done that, right? Um, and it just, yeah, just completely like blew, blew my mind basically and I, I kind of left them being like, I just need, I remember I literally talked to every, like anyone that would like have the conversation with me and I'd be like, you need to go to therapy. Like I'm certain that even if you're not like depressed, like, you know, you'll, you'll come out of this feeling so much better. Like if you're anxious about things like you need to go and, you know, have some form of therapy, like, because like, yeah. I'm certain, you know, that you'll feel better after because you, it will help you process that emotion and then learn how to process it from having this like almost like journey as such you know to dealing with something taught me how to deal with things on my own um do you still practice that like are you quite good now at being quite selfless or would you say that given that your sort of characteristic is someone who's supportive and gives a lot to others do you find it hard to put yourself first in some circumstances because that's something I struggle with is I always want to help other people and therefore sometimes I previously in the past have forgotten to you know look after yeah. yeah i think it's probably it, to be honest is also like in my nature like mm. my nature is very much like you know i always try and help people and I, mm. I feel like i i base my value on like you know my ability to help my friends and family through yeah, like you know whatever that is or just to be supportive you know i've got a little sister i've got no um no family you know my girlfriend mm. my friends you know which is yeah not not like always the best thing and sometimes it is at the detriment of like you know what i want to do or, yeah. or you know i mean but, i mean you know i think there's probably worse things i could do but i have a much healthier relate I, I have a much healthier relationship with it right yeah i have a much healthier relationship with it i understand that you know i can't be everything for everyone all the time and you know mm -hmm. it is important that i'm in a good place to be able to support people no, the best way as possible and i I'm, I'm i think it's very fortunate that essentially i i grew up supporting someone who had you know mental health problems and i, I i've never really spoken to anyone else about this so maybe it'd be interesting to find out whether it's like a common theme but i find that growing up with so someone who went through all of the you know processes to try and you know make their situation better meant yeah. that I've always been very proactive in doing things to try and make myself better if that makes sense or to yeah, improve my situation like if I feel like, you know this is just a silly example but you know if I feel like I'm like lacking in confidence and when I go on holiday with my girlfriend because I, I feel a bit like anxious about like say talking to people you know who are talking to me in a different language I don't know why it just makes me feel anxious yeah. you know and, I, and I'll be dodging yeah, it and I'll be saying to, yeah I'll be I'll be like dodging it and saying to my girlfriend like oh could you go and like order the drinks or can you go and do that I'll say to her like next time I do that 
say no and force me to go and do it yeah go and force me to do it because I can feel myself dodging something because I don't want to feel out of my comfort zone and at that point I'm like I need to stop that so I'll then go and put the you know if I I know I'm picking up my phone too much and I'm on my phone too much I will go and like you know lock it in the you know box and leave it there for the weekend because I know that I have to put you know I have to put boundaries in, in in place for myself in order to you know be at you know, my best mood rather yeah. than, you know, ignoring the problems and, you know, not trying to help self-help myself and then being in a situation where it's negative behaviour. Yeah. yeah, being self-aware is quite difficult. I think a lot of people find that they have to very make a really conscious effort to to do those things that you've just said, you know, mm. just being aware of when you're potentially going to feel a certain way and then, yeah. and then putting those barriers in. Um, yeah. What do you think are obviously you know you're doing what you can towards the the stigma and I think you know sparking conversation especially in a city like London which no one wants to talk to anybody um is massive but what do you think the main barriers are then at the moment of of ending the stigma and making mental health in both men and female um less of a, a taboo subject um I think it's come on a long way um, from where it was, um, I think that that there'll probably always be some element of you know, like a you know a, a group of people or you know an attitude towards it. Like regardless of how far it comes along, you know, I think I think even you you've even got like a you know a percentage of people that feel like you know it's being spoken about too much or it's become like a popular thing to talk about. Um, you know, and that's the reason that so many people discuss it. Um, I think essentially like what we've tried to achieve at the most part is like trying to just make conversations that discuss like mental health sort of less, less serious is like something that I think would help, you know, benefit it a lot more because I feel like people feel like, you know, Almost like, you know, there's a stigma around talking about it, but there's also a stigma around it now that like, you know, you should only talk about it in a certain way. You know, you should only talk, you know, it's a serious conversation. Like, you know, because it's being discussed so much, people were like, well, you know, this is, you know, it's a serious problem. Like you shouldn't be like, you know, belittling how important this is. And, you know, you shouldn't make a, you know, making a clothing brand or, you know, having like Instagram pages on something that's so serious is like not, you know, not that you like, you're not a medical professional. You really shouldn't be giving out, you know, advice on what to do. And I think you end up almost like, you know, making people not want to speak about it. People become then scared to discuss it in case they say something wrong. Like people then become scared to have a conversation about it because they're like, I don't, you know, I had it recently when we had a a death in the family, my father-in-law passed away and, you know, um, you know, it wasn't my father, it was my girlfriend's father. And I had so many people say to me, like, you know, afterwards, you know, I really wanted to message you, but you know, I just didn't want to say the wrong thing. And I was like, you know, it's nice to hear that people wanted to message me, but every time someone said that, I thought, why didn't you just message me? Like at the time I would have loved the message, 
but everyone, you know, obviously felt like they couldn't message because they didn't want to say the wrong thing, you know, because, yeah. you know, of the potential repercussions. But, you know, in reality, I think 99% of the time that person would rather you reach out and say, you know, I really don't want to say the right, wrong thing here. But I yeah. want you to know that I, you know, I want to try and talk to you about this situation, whatever, however that might be, mm. rather than being scared about saying the wrong thing. So saying nothing at all. And I think that's something really important. And I think that's going to be the number one thing over the next five years that, you know, the, the conversation has come on a long way now. And people know, you know, we've, we've had enough time to message that, you know, you wouldn't, you know, judge someone for talking about their broken legs. So why would you judge someone for talking about like a mental health issue that they have? You know, we've had, we hear that messaging a lot now. I think now it's, you know, about, well, number one is it's great that we talk about this, but you know, can people get the the help when they need it? Which at the point yeah. moment we still haven't got right. The waiting list is still you know two or three years long for some people in certain boroughs in London, which is just you know ridiculous Bad and you know enough. not 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 good enough. And it's great telling people to talk, you know, talk, talk to people, talk to people. But, but then when they actually go and get the help, yeah, when they actually yeah. go and get the help from their doctor who's supposed to be there and support them, they end up with that feeling of like, all right, well, you know. I've, everyone's told me to talk I've taken the leap and they don't want to help me for three years well you know it's not it's not a problem in three years time it's not like oh you know oh uh, something you know you can be left you know 90% of the time it's something that when you pack up the courage to go to your doctor and you need help you need the help you know as quickly as possible yeah Yeah, immediately often immediately you know and in a worst case scenario like you know as quickly as possible you know people Mm. are waiting two or three years and by that point you know it's it's too late so it's actually you know making sure that people can get the help and also mm-hmm. making sure that you know people you know just talk about it more freely right yeah. talk about it more freely we don't need to have shame or guilt and, and we we don't need to feel like it's kind of a uh oh, that you know god mm-hmm. no little sally talking about it in the office again like god she like you know half <laughs> going on about it all the time and like i you know i for one you know felt the same thing though i started a mental health clothing brand i talked about like mental health all the time i don't give out any like medical advice i just mm-hmm. say to people you know the, the best thing that you can do is share you know whatever you're going through with somebody and somebody yeah. will be able to give you the help that you need you know i'm making it a co- topic that is less you know less serious in yeah. order to try and make people feel able to talk about it because if you build something up you know it feels worse than it actually is right but, you know i remember feeling it being like oh you know like you know are people going to judge me because i haven't got a medical background and in reality i was like well why what what and then nobody does anything what, yeah what, you're what's, not what's the statistics it's yeah like, what, you're what's, not sort of... what's the push what like what's mm. the push like what what's the push like how do you get how do you make how do people make change how, mm. how do you make change it, it, to make change people have to say no, we're going to change this, you know, mm-hmm. like, you know, we can, we can say, I could say, you know, it's so sad. I'm really sorry. But it felt like empty words to a point because I was like, I keep saying to people, I wish there was more I could do to help. I wish I could, you know, I wish I could have helped more. I wish there would have been something. And I was like, you keep saying this all the time, but it's pretty, it's pretty empty words when you actually could do yeah. something. So I was yeah. like, cool, I'll do, I'm going to do something to help then. And people are all the time like, you know, oh, you know, it's so, it's so bad, you know, but we can all, you know, everyone can do more or we everyone do can do something yeah. and collectively, you know, everyone doing a little thing makes, makes a big thing. It's easy to point yeah. the finger and be like, you know, the services aren't good enough, the government aren't doing enough and you're right, you know, 
probably you know if you you know chalked it all down and you worked it all out and you'd probably be like you know the way failing you know the capacity that's needed but at the end of the day you know, we can all do more amongst ourselves to try and improve it and anyway yeah i, I just think you know making the conversation less less serious yeah serious less serious you know more of an easy discussion you know and it's definitely happened you know it's definitely happened i think yeah it's definitely happened it's definitely in in a much better place than it is than it was you know five years ago and in another five years it will be better but these things don't change overnight you know Mm -hmm. things don't happen overnight point about sort of making it less serious because i think there is that um i was reading an article the other day about how to um, talk about suicide prevention on social mm. media and it does make it very clear that sometimes like um, influencers and, and you can have graphics and things that are over dramatizing um, a subject that actually you know could potentially be discussed in a very different way and I think there is so much importance in actually you know you wouldn't talk to your friends um, well I certainly wouldn't speak to my group of friends about my mental health in a deadly serious unless you know i was rock bottom you all have a bit of a laugh about things and we use funny phrases and stuff so it's about i suppose forming that conversation with with you know other people around you as well um i suppose the luxury we have within working within mental health is that we are helping if we even have one person then the job is is kind of done um where do you think you sort of when was the first time you realized that boys get sad too as a brand um was doing what you wanted it to do was there because i noticed one of the instagram posts from um a lady who'd written to you on facebook about her son seeing um some of the branded clothing and she she said that she hopes when her sons grow up that they'll be able to feel um accepted and have that vulnerability um in being in feeling sad um mm. so was that where was was there a point where you were like okay this is actually gonna potentially take off and this is making a difference um so yes there was there's been there's been hundreds of messages you know mm. similar to that that have had me feeling but there's one that stands out and it was quite early on we'd still probably you know I was still, you know, still, I was still only, I still had another year of running the, the, the brand out of my bedroom. So, you know, this was very early on, but um, we had a message from someone and they were like, hey, like, um, I, I'm from Mexico. Um, I basically stumbled across, you know, this Instagram page. We probably had like two and a half thousand followers at this point. I just stumbled across, across this Instagram page. Um, you know, I have gone through all your posts i've you know read all like the comments and you know seen you know what people are saying and it's just made me realize that you know although i'm on the other side of the world there are people that also feel the same way as me like you know i'm sure you get this all the time but like i think you know like what you're you know doing or you're trying to do is like you know actually you know really powerful like I, you know, live on the other side of the world and I get it. And, you know, he was just like, you know, thanks, you know, yeah. for like, you know, making me feel less alone, you know. And I was just like, what? 
I was like, uh, bearing in mind, you know, we hadn't, I hadn't spent, I hadn't spent a penny on marketing. You know, the, the, to, to start, boys get sad to cost me, you know, zero. Like I, I, I didn't spend anything right, and I, I remember just thinking to myself, there's probably businesses out there that haven't had this impact, or you know, projects out there that haven't had this impact, or haven't had messages like that after hundreds and hundreds of thousands of pounds worth of, you know, spend. And I was just like, wow. And it was at that moment I was like, okay, cool. Like, you know, this is something that I think, you know, I've become, you know, almost like addicted to trying to, you know, help people with. What I used to yeah. do is I used to basically sit on Instagram and I used to like search hashtags related to like mental health. You know, people would put like, you know, mental health awareness on like a hashtag. And then I would like message people and be like, Hey, my name's Kyle. Like, you know, I'm starting this project. Like, you know, like, what do you think? Like, you know, it would be great to get your feedback. And I used to, you know, spend hours and hours and hours and hours and hours having these conversations. You know, one conversation might go on an hour if, you know, the person wanted to have the conversation about mental health and what we were doing and like, you know, how we could support and, you know, you know, it was really good. You know, you know, at this point we were selling like one t-shirt a week, right? But yeah. I was, I felt like I was like kind of, you know, talking to people that, you know, were going to end up, you know, talking to more people who were going to talk to more people. And we were going to spread this like really nice, good like message, you know, amongst. Yeah. And, you know, it just basically spiraled from there essentially. Um, yeah. Do you um, feel like, so we talk a lot about having a purpose and, particularly with it when it comes to mental health one of the reasons that um that the life expectancy is um low within the men within that age range within the uk is because they lose a sense of purpose um and do you feel like your purpose at the moment a lot obviously alongside family and and relationships is is this project because it is doing exactly what you set out to do oh, absolutely I, when when we like first you know i was started it i you know was saying all the time to people i was like you know i know this is helping people but it's probably helped me more than it's helped anyone else if that makes yeah. sense like you know it's given me something to get out of bed for you know i, I don't feel mm. like i work like you know i work i work very hard yeah. I'm here all the time. I work, you know, twelve-hour days. You know, most days. You're doing like, what you love. Uh, yeah, but it doesn't feel like work. You know, I don't. Mm. You know, people call it the Sunday scaries. I don't get the Sunday scaries. You know, yeah. <laughs> my friends, my friends are, you know, all in, you know, really good jobs. You know, whenever we're like out and about on Saturday, Sunday, and stuff, we'll all be in the group chat being like, "Oh no, the Sunday scaries." I'm like, I don't know what, like, Not I don't know what the Sunday scary. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what the Sunday scaries is because you know I come in and I love what I do. You know, That's and amazing. I have, I have such like good time you know mm. it's you know we we we're, we're building like what we've got here you know the right way you know we're in, taking on staff that you know um share the same values of as us and you know not not to get too businessy into the conversation but there's lots of businesses and you know we've had this opportunity we could have take an investment from a big firm i could have grown it really really quickly to you know 10 15 20 employees you know it could have been what i class as like unsustainable growth you know spending yeah. someone else's money to make a big like business bigger than it like is you know to get to say you know a hundred thousand orders or whatever it was but we've opted for the like you know let's grow this how we want let's not compromise let's never have to decide to, to decisions based on profit and not on yeah. what suits us and if that means it takes us you know 
10 years to get to 10 members of staff, then it takes us 10 years to get to 10 members of staff. Yeah. You know, it's so much easier to do what other brands do, you know, take, you know, say five million pounds investment or, you know, loads and loads of investment. They grow the mm. business as quickly as possible. And, you know, before they know it, you know, they're like, you know, Deliveroo, they're running unprofitably in their 20th mm. year, you know, you know, it's not sustainable. Loads of people end up getting sacked because they can't, afford, you know, like what we've seen yeah. this year, we've seen it, Facebook, we've seen it, Shopify, we've seen it, you know, all of the companies, you know, getting rid of loads of employees because they just grew mm. too fast, too quickly and didn't realize the implications. And we, that's not what we want to do. Like, you no. know, we want to do it right, build something something really stable and slowly grow and you know help people along the way and do it the right way um and you know that's something i'm super proud of and something that i'm not willing yeah, to compromise absolutely. on um you know once you I start having it's... like you know investment and stuff you know you end up having you know a board to answer to that you mm. know rely on you know people making you know profit you know in order mm. to you know return money on their investment and that becomes a pressure and, you know, that's not who we are and not what we want this to be. So, you know, we've we've avoided any of them conversations. Yeah, that's amazing. And it also, I feel like when you have those added pressures of, of those, and those stresses outside of your um, control, it means that you're almost being contradictive of what you're trying to promote, yeah. which is to have that sort of um, steady uh, mental health state or mind, mindset, as it were. Um, oh, abso- absolutely, absolutely. You're in control of it so much more if it's your if it's your thing. Yeah, we we see it so much. We see it so much now. We see businesses that you know come out and and preach certain you know uh, things you know, and then mm. when you actually you know dig like beneath the surface of the business, you're like, hold on, that business is you know promoting a certain you know whether that be like you know a certain culture or a certain belief and you're like well they don't they don't even practice it in their own business i mm. know what i mean you know their, yeah, their, yeah. their whole thing about is is about community and togetherness but they mm. just laid off half their workforce with you know you know redundancy pay not yeah, you know, exactly. these people have got families you know families you know people to look after and you know they haven't even looked after their own staff but their their brand messaging is about you know we're you know together as one we're a community you know and you think to yourself hang on a minute like, you yeah, know, that's know. just complete opposite of what you say. But the problem is, is you get people involved in businesses that require a certain number to come out the other end in terms mm. of profit at the end of that year. And mm. that is, you know, as much as, you know, you try and make it something else at the end of the day, the, that is, you know, the, the number one overarching goal that, you know, the investors get what they need to at the end of it. And, you know, that yeah. comes before everything. So we've avoided, you know any any of them yeah conversations or you know to just be like that business that grows so fast yeah Um, well you're trying to you know you're trying to make a difference you're not trying to make money i mean it's all we're all trying to pay the bills but of course absolutely the main goal for for our organizations is to to make the difference as opposed to be some big profit i mean i do feel like a fraud half the time when i go on to do like a webinar and i'm doing it about stress control and (laughs) i'm the most stressed trying to turn my bloody laptop on but Mm -hmm. um okay last question for you what is next for boys get sad to obviously i know you've just done the um the fifa kits which was yeah. so exciting and as a football fan i'm sure you absolutely yeah. love that yeah. and didn't you get a liverpool player was it a liverpool, um... yeah so we did a like a, a like a press um video with virgil van dyke so yeah, yeah that's and, and, being a liverpool, 
Yeah, the, 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 I don't know, you know, the best guy. Anyone yeah, listening oh, to yeah. this, the best guy, like, honestly, um, you know, I, I sound like I was already a fanboy. I sound like even more of a fanboy now. You hear so horror stories. Um, well, I'm a Liverpool fan, so, you know, he was, you know. Oh, is that, that the... Alexander-Arnold, or? Uh, yeah, I reckon so. I reckon so. Right, I mean, right. yeah, I, I reckon so. Uh, <laughs> it, it was, yeah, just, just, just so, so nice. I've heard some horror stories before where people have like, you know, met celebrities and, you know, they've not oh, yeah. stacked up to what they, you know, thingy. And you, you think, you know, you get, it's booked in, you get an hour with, you know, this person who comes in and does a video with you and it's way more important for you than it is for them. But, you yeah. know, he was so nice. He wasn't on, he didn't check. He, he wasn't like, you know, I need to go. Like we, we, we ran over like nearly an hour, you know, he was chatting. He sorted me tickets to a game. Like, oh he signed God, stuff. Yeah, I mean, it was, a, it was amazing. It was, and now he's the Liverpool captain. So I was like, yeah. got, got a nice little um, plaque at home with a picture of me and him and a signed oh, shirt and stuff that we got, I got made up. Yeah. Yeah. Like a little, Memento, you know, nice to nice to do it, and you know, unbelievable, right? If you would have said to me, "What's your, um, what's your, um, you know, ideal, um, you know, collaboration to do?" I would have said to you, um, you know, I would well, I wouldn't have said to you that because I just wouldn't even have thought that would have been possible. Yeah, you know, yeah. oh yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I, it would not have come into my head to be like, oh, I, I'd like to put a football kit in FIFA, like you know, it yeah, just wouldn't have that come is in. Honestly but... amazing. Yeah, yeah. When they messaged me, I was like, you know, they they did some slides and stuff, and at the end it was like, um, so like, are you up for it? And I was like, what do you mean I'm up for it? I was like, it's not every day that FIFA pitched to you yeah, to put a kit in, and you're like asking me, like, do I want to do it? I was like, yeah, of course I do. But yeah, what's the future hold? Um, you know, at the moment, because, you know, we're, we're still like quite a young company and we're quite small and we're growing quite quickly. You know, things just change here so quickly. So like, you know, to give it an insight to how it was, they spoke to us. Oh, they spoke to us in like the March, April. And the kit came out in the like July. Might spoke to me in the February. So, you know, a couple months turnaround on, yeah, you know, turnaround. to make it and, you know, put it in the ga game. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I think the only thing to anyone listening is, you know, follow us on socials and you'll, you'll see the stuff, you know, half the time I don't even know what's happening until, until yeah, yeah. the month comes and goes. But in terms of, you know, big collaborations that have uh, uh, booked in, there is currently nothing booked in, but there's a few things in the pipeline uh, yeah. potentially um, might see us um, in a couple stores at some point. Um, and yeah, we got some, we got some limited products coming. So we're, I'm planning okay. to do a few um, products that will drop in very, very, very limited quantities, like, you know, right. under 10 and they're going to be like, you know, special edition items that are probably a bit, a uh, bit of curveball. They're items that you wouldn't think that we would create, but we're just trying to like, you know, make, you know, the brand feel as special as possible you know yeah. and to, to you know to do fun and exciting things around like the messaging that we're doing mm. i mean i think what you're doing is like incredible i'm very envious that you had such a good idea before i did um, <laughs> thank you i'd like to have jumped on it myself yeah. um thank you so much for sharing your story and like talking us through all about boys get stabbed too and we will continue to be one of your biggest supporters and oh, amazing. Um, anything we can to um to help sort of promote your business at a steady state so that you don't get overwhelmed yeah um but it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you carl thank you so much thank you very much thanks for having me